right, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Take Control Podcast. Today we are doing um, parent slash mom edition, <laughs> um, and I have two guests with me today who are moms as well, and I will let them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Ashley. <laughs> um, I am one of the co-hosts of the Glow Getter Collective and a mom of three boys, um, ages 9, 12, and soon to be 6. Hi, I'm Drea. Um, Andrea, for the people who may not know me as Drea. Um, I am a mother of one and soon to be another one. Um, that's really it about me. Um, <laughs> You have a girl. I do. And soon to be boy. A soon to be boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as you guys know, I'm Darielle. I have two boys, six and no, no, he's not six. He just turned seven. Yeah, give him his year. Right. Seven <laughs> and my oldest um will be eleven soon. So um we're just here to talk about motherhood. Um before we get started, you can Wait. follow us on social media. Yeah. Is Brandy gonna introduce herself? Oh, what's up, y'all? I'm here. <laughs> I'm not really here. I'm just helping. Mo- I'm just helping moderate today. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you can follow us on social media. Our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Our Twitter is Take Control Pod, and our email is Take Control Podcast at gmail.com. Okay, so um, the topics are all over the place. So I just want to start off by each of us talking about like our experiences with motherhood and um the differences between raising your kids and um discipline styles okay (laughs) um so wait what do you mean well okay you got questions or you want me to just kind of go off the? i just want you to kind of go off and then we'll go from there okay so my sons are three years apart exactly um well of course months but they're three years apart and who I was um for my first son and who I am for my second son and the third son are different moms Mm -hmm. across the board I am not a disciplinarian like by far I wish I was um more strict on them Mm -hmm. um just because I not to say not to say that they're not great kids or good kids or like terrible kids, but I feel like there's some things that lack in them that if I were more um, stricter on, mm-hmm. they would be better. Um, I hope that they would be better. But um, but yeah, it's a lot. Like having a kid, starting middle school and having that journey and becoming you know a man in that way, I guess or exercising their independence and then having a middle child who deals with middle child syndrome and feeling like they can't be the leader and the follower and don't know where they kind of fall in this whole Mm -hmm. process. Um, and then the youngest son who just does whatever the hell he wants to, (laughs) um, (laughs) it's a lot, it's a lot. Um, but I so appreciate my village, man. If I did not have my village, I don't know if I'd make it Mm -hmm. in real life. So yeah. yeah. Major shout out to the home team. <laughs> I I think for me, as far as discipline, that is not something that is my strong suit. 
Um, mainly because growing up, I so my daughter and I'm her name is Ayla, so I'll just use her name. Ayla reminds me a lot of myself when I was a little girl. Um, and I grew up in a military household. Both of my parents are military, and they were really loving, but they were really like their rules were. That's all that matters. So there was no room for question. There were no room for uh, logic in some cases. It was just like, these Them's are the, the rules, rules and this is it. You know, and this is a rule for, this is a rule for you. This is a rule for you. And this is a rule for you. So it was really dope to hear you say, like, I parent my kids a little bit different, you know, depending on their ages. But me and my siblings are only a year apart. We stair step. And then we have an older brother, but he, you know, he kind of did his own thing. Um, so with Ayla... When, um, in my race, I think about her inner voice a lot and I think about how much I contribute to that. And I thought about how much my parents contribute to my inner voice. Mm -hmm. Um, so I am very careful about the words that I choose with her. I'm very careful about how, what I get upset with her about, you Mm -hmm. know, um, because I allow her to be human and make mistakes and, you know, just be herself. But... I think sometimes, like at this age, there's a lot more things that I need to be more stern about that I didn't lay the groundwork for in her growing up that now I have to um, like kind of backtrack and like get her in place, especially with the new baby coming. And then it's not just me and her. So you get on my nerves, that's fine. You know what I mean? Or you're upset about something, that's fine with me because I know how to deal with you. But now we have my fiance in the picture and he has to learn how to discipline as well. And there's certain things that he expects for her from her that she's just not used to, which I allow him, I give him space and I give him room to correct because at the end of the day, he's going to be in our life for forever. Um, but I have to, we have to find some kind of balance. Cause some of the stuff that he brings to the table is like, you know what? You are very right about that. Cause there's a lot of stuff that people care about that. I just don't, care about you know what I mean in the grand scheme of things like is it gonna hurt or no but I do understand why people won't allow their kids to do that kind of stuff you know what I mean so it's a it's a journey I will say these past couple years have definitely been a journey for me and learning um relearning how to discipline um and Ayla too because she like says you ain't as cool as you used to be. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who you are, but this is not it. Like, so, um, I'm learning, I'm learning. I'll say that. And it's, and that's the thing too. We have to be gentle with ourselves as parents, right? Like I'm not perfect. Um, I thought I was doing everything the right way and maybe I was, or maybe I'm not, we'll never know until our kids come to us and tell us like, yeah. you know, these are the things I learned from you. And that's what I really focus on is like, what did you learn from me? What's the story you're going to tell your, your kids about me, your friends about me? All Those are the things that are important to me. Like yeah. all of this other stuff, like what Ooh, I want to ask my son all of that. that. Like, I just don't, you know what I mean? I don't care about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if a teacher says she's talkative or, you know, overzealous or what I don't care about that what does her grades look yeah. like you know what I'm saying like I don't care is she disrespectful okay no then don't give me you know yeah. so but a lot of people care about those things and I do understand why we care about that but I don't care I used to that. get in trouble all the time for talking too much absolutely <laughs> like, because then what is that saying to your kid you know mm-hmm. what I mean especially a seven-year-old like maybe when she's mm-hmm. 10 or 11, she can understand the difference between me saying, like, you are, you're talking too much or this, there's a time and place for this. But at seven, it's like, 
you're just expressing yourself. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You're just learning these things. So I want to give you space to do that. Yeah. Um, but I'm still learning. I'll say that. I am still learning, it's especially with this. Dis- yeah, especially with discipline. That's something that is not a strong suit for me. Like, I, I, I don't whoop Ayla. I do a lot of threatening. I do. I'm a, I'm a, I'm very good on the threats. I know how to do that, but I like, I'll take away a tablet or, you know, things that she likes to do. I'll take that away, but Mm. she cries. It hurts my feelings. You know what I mean? Like all of those kind of things, but I just gotta get. I gotta be a G. Not, yeah. I think that's the thing. I just gotta get. Your son gonna walk all over you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I have a question, ladies. Um, so where you guys lack in a disciplinary? Do you feel like you make up with like structure? I no. don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> if I had structure, I'd be a better discipline. Yeah. I don't think no. I do because I didn't really have a lot of structure going growing up. Like my parents. Although, like, my mom was a loving parent, she wasn't really present when it came to, like, giving me her time and her emotions. So, for my kids, I kind of let them do whatever as long as they ain't get on my nerve. Mm, um, and so, when I try to <laughs> implement structure, it just isn't consistent. Mm. And so, I feel like, and then when it comes to discipline, like, I... <laughs> Didn't get whooping, so I don't care to whoop my kids. There are right. certain things I feel like, all right, you need your ass whooped, but, like, I just don't have the energy for it right. as I get older. So it's just more so let's talk about it. But I'm not – I don't feel like I'm strict on either. Mm. I wonder what makes this a commonality, though, between us. But what is – All of us have – But what is structure, structure, though? You know? So using this as an example, because we kind of tag team with her three, mm-hmm. Ashley's three – so I'll just <laughs> listen. <I'm the> daddy. <laughs> so like there's certain things that they know they can get away with with her. Oh yeah. That they can't get away with with me. Like mm-hmm. they know that you're gonna clean up after yourself when you over here. Right. You're gonna wash your dishes out, you're gonna flush my toilet, you're gonna do all of that, you're gonna make the bed up, you're gonna fold. So they have like a set structure here, but that's right. just because of how I manage them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in that aspect, but I don't whoop them either. There's so. literally no structure. Yeah, in my Ayla is like the leader of the house, <laughs> and we all we just walk on eggshells, just making sure that whatever it. And I don't mean it, it's going to sound so bad, but that's really how it is. It's like, what do you want for dinner? I'll ask my fiance, what are we having for dinner? He was like, well, what does Ayla want? Like wow. that's life. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, well, what is she going to eat? And it's like, all right, so and that's for me. I think. And this may be wrong, but this is how I think about parenting. It's like, she's a kid. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's not hard for us to conform to whatever is going on in her life because we're adults. We know how to uh, assimilate and we know how to adjust and we know how to make, you know, how to make things right. But with her, it's like, this is her mindset. Mm -hmm. And we do talk about compromise with Ayla a lot. We give her options and, well, I give her options. I'm the kids. He... He is very like, he's a good balance to our mm-hmm. situation because he's really like, no, this is what we're doing. And this is how it was happening. Like, and, how does she respond to that? You know, I have to have some conversations with her just about, because she does call him dad. Right. So I said, well, if you call him your dad, then you're giving him that authority to be that. You know what I mean? And good, bad, or that's the kind of conversations that I'm able to have with her. And it's just like, so you're either going to respect him like that or you're not. You know what I mean? You can't mm-hmm. just say it's not a bow on a present. Like if this is, I'm your mom and you respect me, 
if that's your dad, you're going to respect him. I if that, that And I didn't tell her to call him that. So mm-hmm. you made this decision. There's a reason why. So in that aspect, you have, so we have, me and Ayla, we have those conversations a lot, but there's a lot of redirecting for him too, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of times people who are not the, the parent, they come in and they, on the outside looking in and say, oh, this needs to be fixed. This needs to be fixed. This needs to be fixed. And they're like jumping in, trying to fix the situation where it's just like, okay, this is how we do things. Yeah, you got a system. Absolutely. Exactly. This is how we do things. I understand where you're coming from. And this is a better way to present that. You know what I mean? Like, and not to negate what you're saying, but let's try to present it like this. That way she's responsive. Exactly. And we don't have a blowout every time. But I do tell Ayla Listen, every time he tells you something, you don't need to come to me and get my confirmation. I'm not his parent. I'm your parent and he's a parent. You know what I mean? So we're both adults in this household. We're both allowed to tell you to do something. You know, she's getting used to it. I think it's, you know, it's a learning curve. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the mo- the main thing is that she knows that we're, even if I disagree with him, I don't disagree with him in front of her. Right. Right. Like I kind of let him have his moment and then I'll pull him to the side. You know what I mean? And say, you know, next time let's do it like this, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'll pull Ayla to the side too and say, listen, you know what I mean? Like, and it's just that, um, thing. And especially because you are a father figure in her life. So I'm more worried about you loving her than disciplining her. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, she already has a weird relationship with her biological. You know what I'm saying? So we let's not continue this, even though you're here, let's not, that's bare minimum. Right. You know what I mean? Even though he's not here, just because he's not here, just because you're here doesn't make you like top tier. Bare minimum is being here. Like we're all supposed to be here for our kids. You know what I mean? Right so we, I just, you know, I'm a go with the flow kind of person. I don't let a lot of things bother me, but with my daughter, I'm very intentional, just like I said in the beginning about her inner voice. Like, and that is like something that I always, even though I can't really control that, but I want to make sure that I'm not the reason why she thinks she's not enough or not mm-hmm. good enough and all those things. I don't want that to be the reason. See, I don't think people understand that because with me, like I give my kids a lot of freedom to speak their mind just because mm-hmm. I feel like I wasn't able to. And people look at me like, oh, well, they don't respect you because you're not on them or you give them so many options. Like, I just want my kids to be happy. I always ask them, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about that? Like, I just feel like I give sometimes I give them too much freedom, but I just I want them to have an opinion or a say so. I don't want to be that mom to be like, you want to do what I say and that's it. There are certain things where you do need to listen to me, but I give them a lot of freedom. And a lot of people don't agree with that. Which makes it very hard because I don't live with my kids' fathers. So um, trying to co-parent and us having different upbringings and different views on things is very hard. Like just because we bump heads a lot on trying to come to an agreement on how things should go or how we should raise them. And that's the kind of frustrating part for me. But But kids do have opinions. And I think- we have to like be mindful of that. I Even when Ayla jumps in and has an opinion about adult things, I remind her that this is an adult thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, absolutely. and it's not like this is an adult conversation. You have no say. It's like we don't need your opinion on this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like everything else, fine. This right here, don't need it. Thank yeah, you. I appreciate boundaries. you. Right. Yeah. Um. But I just, I don't know. Like, and maybe it's just me trying to parent my little self. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
And maybe and that's, that's why just... I was asking about the commonality between all of us because mm-hmm. I think all of us is a little bit of us not feeling we that we were heard. Mm-hmm. And so when we approach our children, it's so that they are able to be vocal and expressive and do what they what we lacked in our little selves. Mm-hmm. And so with that becomes not having structure right. because mm-hmm. we're like, we had too much rain around our necks. Absolutely. For, you know what I mean? For us to be able to have this kind of space to breathe. And so we're giving them a little bit too much space to breathe. Yeah. Right. Because it's, you know, parents in our little selves. But you know what? That is a part of the reason why I want Ayla to be involved in like sports of some sort, whether it be cheer or whatever, because that's where I got my structure. Yeah, you know you what I mean? How to be able to listen Absolutely. To um, and that's where we all, me and all my siblings Thank got our structure, you. right? <laughs> Uh, my brother, he was in band. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sister, she was, she did everything at the school. She like took the scores for the games and we all figured out a way to figure out how to structure our lives and mm-hmm. hold ourselves accountable. Right. I'm accountable because I'm accountable to my teammates and my coaches. And I know that I have to be here at a certain time. And then my brother's accountable because, you know, kind of the same thing. Um, and I think that's why I think it's important for kids to just be involved in something and have some kind of, yeah. uh, loyalty to some type, if it's not sports, music, dance, whatever that may yeah, be. Cause all that stuff teaches you accountability. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, you have immediate friends, so you don't have to worry about like jumping into a situation where you got to make friends or, you know, all of those things just, it comes, and that, I think, is important in kids' lives, too. I know? agree, because my youngest son, he was, like, I kept him really, like, guarded, and I didn't really let him go a lot of places. And so, once he started kindergarten, he had a lot of social anxiety, and he acted out for a while because he didn't know how to be in, like, first of all, when he started school, pandemic. Right. So he's at home. So then when he went back to school, they had everybody come. So now he's in a class with 20-something kids and he don't know how to act. Right. Once he started sports, he stopped being really shy. Um, and he made friends with all his football teams, uh, the players. And so he opened up a lot more. So I think mm-hmm. that definitely, that's true. Like, it helped a lot. It does. Mm-hmm. It does. And I think as parents, we have to find that, like, in our kids. And that's a part of parenting is just investing your that's a part of investing in your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even in yourself, like I told one of my uh, God siblings is like, when you go to college, find a group, you yeah. know, like you, you don't want to, mm-hmm. you don't want to do it. You don't want to dance, join the student ambassadors, become a tour guide, do something, mm-hmm. find a group because that's how you're going to establish yourself. And that's how you have accountability. That's how you establish structure that all of those things are um, important. So, I say that to say I don't really care about the structure part in in general because that will come. You know what I mean? That will come. You will figure that out. I agree. Um, What I am, and I think I'm going to continue to repeat myself, is how you feel about yourself, right, in these these spaces. That's what's most concerning to me Um, and being, you know, uh, responsible and accountable in these Mm -hmm. spaces and understanding um, that you're a part of this space, this space is not you. You know what I mean? So I think those are the things that are most important to me, more so than, you know, mm-hmm. you know, doing these things. But I do understand how important, especially the stuff that you mentioned, because you're like, they're washing dishes and 
I was doing that stuff when I was seven, standing on chairs. My daughter would never, okay? <laughs> well, and it's not that they don't in my house. It's just I got to smack them around a little bit more. No. Right. No. <laughs> and they catch attitude. Girl. Like, my, you know you made a mess. Why, why are you mad because you got to clean up after yourself? My but daughter would never. Like, he's yeah. so great. He's so mannerable. Like, Outside ooh. the house, yeah. But my, I always think, My daughter like, doesn't clean anything, okay? I always think of it with the mindset of, like, I'm teaching you now for what's to come as an adult. Yes. Yeah. And because she has boys, it's like, you're not about to be nasty. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's it's a little different between here and there. But oh, no. to circle back to the, the co-parenting piece mm-hmm. of the conversation. So prior to you um, you and your fiance meeting mm-hmm. and your situation with the boys' dads, like, do you guys kind of act as a united front or like are their beliefs and their ways of doing things just completely opposite like Dariel kind of mentioned like it's the total end of the spectrum for her and the boy's dad so is it kind of like the same with you guys or y'all find a happy medium for me uh Ayla's dad and I we don't um get along we don't agree on anything like if I went outside and said the sky is blue he'd be like it's really- well it's really like a greenish kind of <laughs> you know what I mean like and that's just intent <laughs> I feel like it's intentional mm-hmm. um but to be honest he's not around enough to impact anything mm. for me to even think like to take into account anything he says to me and I'll say like in the beginning it did used to get to me because I felt like you were attacking me but then once I start realizing that that's just you you know what I mean and you're not attacking me you're just um, not a happy person, you know what I mean? Or you're not happy with your situation. Then I learned that that has nothing to do with me. There were certain things that I had to let go, like Ayla's eating habits. Um, you know, how people talk to her when I'm not around, like those are things that I can't control. And that's something that I had to learn. Like, and I still had have to be intentional about that. Even now, um, if she ever goes with them, which, you know, like I said, he's not around enough to really impact that but in those moments I just have to just release my control right yeah. because I can suggest suggest and and then we're gonna we're gonna argue about it right and you're gonna end up doing whatever you want to do you yeah. know so I'm not about to stress myself out about you doing what you want to do anyway you're gonna do what you want to do anyway mm-hmm. so if you want to give her cake at eight o'clock in the morning have fun you know what I'm saying like (laughs) so and no but here's the thing it's not that it's something for me like do these things but once I show you that I don't care then you're you know what I mean then it's not such a big deal I'm not gonna argue with you about things that you're just gonna do anyway but um yeah like I said he's not around enough to impact any decisions that are made in my house Mm -hmm. so it's just like all right, so she's going to see you once a year. Cool. And she's going to do whatever she wants to do for that those three days that she's with you. Fine. <laughs> Who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, And she's going to come back and just be a normal kid. So um, I think a lot of the turmoil between co-parenting between me and the kids that um, happened because of our breakup. Um, and once I like realized like I legit cannot control this man and he is not entitled to anything for me, mm-hmm. like that's when things got like great with us. Not to say that like shit just still doesn't come up, but that's my dog. You know what I mean? Like now it's like literally whatever you need, whatever I need, this is how we're going to take care of our kids. And a little bit more of like, how can I support whatever's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, right, but he respects you yeah, that's, as a mother. Yeah. And you respect him yeah, as a father. And that is like a is. thing yeah. that 
is very like it's lost. Yeah. You, in my situation with Ayla's dad, it's lost because I don't get any respect. And I don't respect him as a yeah. father. You know what I'm saying? So Or even as a like as, as, as a person. As a person. Absolutely. Like, as a I don't respect yeah. you as a man. I don't respect you as a person. So that's why it's so hard for me. Because even if sometimes and this is just me being candid, right? Sometimes he might suggest something and it's like it's actually cool, but I don't even respect your decision. You don't get an opportunity to make that type of decision. Yeah. I think me and him, me and the kids that, um, like we communicate a lot more. Um, and with that becomes like a comfort level in me trusting, you know, but like, that's just come over time Mm -hmm. because he'll be like, I don't want something to come out that you didn't know about. And I'm like, dang, you worried about my feelings? You know what I mean? Like, it's just legit that. And it's like, I want to make sure that I'm communicating because what this communication looks like is us being healthy around our children. Our kids don't see no crap. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, it's not perfect, but when it come down to it, like we fist bump and we're going to get through this shit together. That's right. Um, and like, there's a lot of, not a lot, but there's things about his parenting. I don't necessarily agree with There's things about like how he communicates with our children and, you know, encourages them. And I just wish that, you know, he would be different in some aspects, but I literally relinquished all of that control. Mm-hmm. Um, and once I relinquished, I just had, I lived better. Our situation got better. Our, mm-hmm. like he gets the kids consistently whenever he needs to every single week. Like mm-hmm. I can't imagine doing it with anybody else. Yeah. See, that's dope. Yeah. I love that. I love that for mm-hmm. sure. I think that's it took us some time to get here. They <laughs> always take some How time. How long? Right? I was wondering. No, I'm just you know what? Just to be completely honest, it didn't take that long. Yeah. Just because I, it was like, y'all you broke up. You made the decision. Yeah, I did. I did. I had to make a decision. Like, I broke up with this man. We're not going to be together, but we still have to be good for our kids. Yeah. Mm. And as me being an adult, I'm like, he owes me nothing. Like, yeah. he don't owe me nothing. And I have to trust that. God has my kids covered. Absolutely. And if I really trust that God has my kids covered, I'm not going to be worried about what's going on Absolutely. over there. Yeah. And they know I'm going to burn that bitch down second. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but that's just... Yeah, can get like that. Yeah, right? but it's like, I, y'all know me. Right. And you know how I'm coming. You yeah, know what I mean? but y'all had a relationship too. Exactly. So a it's long, like, like, we were together yeah, for eight years. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, so it was a lot of the breakup that kind of... I think my situation is similar to that because well, my kids have two dads. So I think when my youngest son, like, we are able to co-parent so well. Like it took a while once because we broke up and we, once we put the emotional piece aside, we were able to get along really well. He, we have a set schedule. He's an amazing dad. So I have no issues over there. Mm -hmm. Now Royce's dad (laughs) is similar to your situation. We really don't get along. I don't respect him. I'm pretty sure he doesn't respect me. Mm I wouldn't call him a shitty dad, but he's not what I want him to be for us. And he's not a good role model. He's not consistent. So it's just like, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. And I feel like it's hard for me to let the control go because Mm -hmm. I just feel like I earned that. I've been here since day one, do what I was Mm -hmm. supposed to do when you weren't. So you're not going to tell me, you know, like you're, I make the decisions and I shouldn't be like that, but that's just how I feel. I feel like I have my child's best interest Mm -hmm. and he may too, but he, like I said, he makes a lot of stupid decisions. So it's just like, I don't trust him to make the best decisions for our child. And so I have to have some type of control or be on his ass Mm -hmm. or shit is not going to go smoothly. So Girl, my my kids, my son's dad sent me a picture of my oldest son 
uh, shooting a gun. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Go ahead. He was at the range. He was at the range. <laughs> and they from West Context. Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? As a that's mom, the, yeah. our first reaction is yeah, like, what the hell is going on? Right. Yeah. But, oh, no. but in my, and I hate guns. So, yeah. But as the dad, as you know, that's their, that's his culture. Like that's mm-hmm. what yeah. he loves. And I'm just like, and he's yeah. like, you're not excited? No. no, like, but I'd rather that. him know how to use it. You know what I mean? Like, right. the second Absolutely. thought is, I'd rather him know. So it's just like, so yeah. for stuff like that. Like in my like my situation, I just rather you not even talk to me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to know anything that happened when she was away from me. But then you're gonna find out. You're gonna be pissed. <laughs> but and that's the thing too. Like, I'll tell you. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, I think what you said too about like just trusting God to protect my baby. That's like the the biggest thing for me. And I had to get to that place um, because it would be because it's a lot of screaming and yelling. Then it's like, I'm wrong, too. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. nobody can yeah. tell like what this is even about. And I sound stupid, like reading back through text messages. Like I sound just as dumb as you sound. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I exactly. look just as dumb as you. And that's not my intention. Yeah. But now I'm arguing with you about socks. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm arguing with you about cereal. Like this is dumb. Like I'm not about to keep arguing but with you. About- it's literally just a sense of control. Absolutely. And it's because you, you lost control and what you expected out of that situation. And so you're going to always fight for that control. And I think Darielle made a great point when she said that I put in the work, you know what I'm saying? Like you pick and choose. I can't pick and choose. So you should understand that I'm allowed to make all the decisions and you should just be cool with that. You know what I'm saying? I don't agree with that. I don't, I don't think that that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that that's right, yeah. but that's my thought. That's, that's just my, and that has yeah. been my thought. Cause it's yeah. just like, bruh, like, yeah. go ahead. Bro. Um, so to your point of like putting in the work and you feel like you've earned the right to make all of the decisions. Why do you guys feel like society makes mothers, uh, expects mothers to be the primary parent and to handle everything? Like you don't see a lot of representation when it comes to fathers and fathers taking on, you know, a lot of the the load when it comes to children. Mm-hmm. Like mothers are literally expected, whether you're with someone or not, mm-hmm. it seems like the mother takes majority of the load when it comes to children. Well, not to be super hotepy, but it's like, no, I'm just playing. Um, it's about like, to get hotep. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, you know, we it, it's a part of the conditions like they mm-hmm. made it easy for us to take care of the household when they stripped our men away mm-hmm. so it's just something that's been consistent in generations they forced us you know what i mean to bear our children take care of our children take care of their children they they forced that burden on us instead in slavery and i'm certain before then you know what mm-hmm. i mean that was our role and so as the natural progression of things happened not only was it slavery but it was now they're incarcerated and so once they're incarcerated they do not qualify for such benefit these, these benefits and so there's it's requiring us to take on the brunt of it and it's just ingrained in us and from generations to generations to generations to take care of shit mm-hmm. and so if we want to be able to be comfortable we have to not have them involved because a lot of the times those housing places that people get the food, it does it, if they are a felon, if they have any type of record, they cannot be a part of it. They can't even live there. So you can't even give this man a chance to be a father because what makes you comfortable could be all stripped away. 
I agree with that. And I think that's where it stems from. But I feel like now in these days, like, like, for example, I don't really have that issue anymore because I feel like now I got to a point where I'm like, as a mama, automatically, I want to be involved. I want to do a lot of stuff as a mother. But then after a while, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm burnt out. Like, they're boys. You got this. Like, Mm -hmm. you take them to full broad practice. You take them to get their haircut. You do this and that. But it's just like, it's little stuff like they'll be, it'll be the days for them to be at their dad's. And he'll call me or they'll call me and be like, am I allowed to do this? Am I, am I allowed to do that? Why are you asking me? Why are you bothering me? You are with your dad. He can make those decisions. Like every little thing does not have to go through me mm. because I trust him enough to make those decisions. I'm, what? You talking about what I said before? It's a bit contradicting. But I was talking about a different dad. Okay. No, I'm talking about Royce's dad. No, yeah, but. Okay. MJ's dad, I trust him to make those decisions for our boys. Mm-hmm. So I let him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Two different I situations. <laughs> I don't know. I don't subscribe to that. You know, even because I have a brother who's a felon and he has four boys and he has a daughter. And when he came home, he jumped on his stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, if you talk to the mothers of his children, they are definitely going to have their you know, say about what they feel like he should could do better or whatever, but his situation and what he has done for his kids and what he's still doing for his kids. I feel like it's an excuse. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's an excuse because, um, I don't know. Like, so I don't, for me, like, I feel like as a mother, if I have to take off of work because my kids, my kid is sick, so do you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I'm not subscribing to this idea that it's just me. You know what I mean? Yep. Because, uh, it's just not, it's not how I grew up. I grew up around men who took care of their kids regarding, mm-hmm. you know, men who have blemishes yeah. and still have blemishes. Um, and my dad wasn't perfect, but he did what he had to do. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't know, you know, why, why we get the burden I think a lot because of we men- carry the baby. Yeah, I think a lot of men just feel like I just got to go out and provide. Like, for example, like with my my ex, if I would have the kids or I'm pregnant and have a kid at home, I'm when my pregnancies are so bad, I can't get out of bed. I'm constantly throwing up all day and he still get up and go to work. Mm-hmm. He can't take off of work. Yes, you can. But to him, it's like I still got to go go to work. But I'm at home sick, can't take care of the kids, but I'm still trying or if the kids are sick, I got to take off of work to go get them from school or take them to this appointment, take them to that appointment. And he is not doing that. Mm. That part I don't understand. Like why men, and this is why I want to have the conversation with dads, because it's like, why are mothers expected to drop everything we're doing, whether we sick or not, we still got to get up and we got to make shit work. Mm-hmm. But y'all, they don't really feel like that. Mm-hmm. I think it starts day one right like when it comes to the baby like i'm not getting out of bed every time the baby is crying like yeah you establish the relationship absolutely you yeah. just establish that and be like yep so it's your turn like mm-hmm. it's your turn to feed it's your turn mm-hmm. like even now preparing for this baby like buying clothes like i found myself doing more shopping and spending more money and I had to tell my fiance, like, it's okay for you to buy stuff for the baby. You know what I mean? Like, even though well, it's, so was that it's, conversation like it's our money happened but, beforehand? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, because no. he could be like, well, I contribute. Like, I give no, y'all no, money. no. I need you to make the decisions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I need you to get used to making decisions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, and that's just where I'm at. I'm like, so I don't buy anything without 
like showing, telling him like, hey, you like this? All right, send me the money. <laughs> For real. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, okay, well, here's the link. Buy it. You know, right. like in those types of things, even though it seems so small, it's just like, this is your responsibility just like it's mine. And then also... I already raised the kid, okay? So let's, let's right. <laughs> it's your turn. You know what I mean? I like your thought process because I have a, a friend who I had to tell her, like, when you have your son, he's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. When he goes with his dad, don't pick up the phone unless mm-hmm. he is dying or y'all in the emergency room. Don't call me. You got to figure it out. Just like I'm left to figure it out. And mm-hmm. I understand that like as women, we're the, the nurturers and you know, you go immediately into mama, mm-hmm. but they ain't going to know until they learn. Absolutely. You got to, and I'm not a mom again, but I think as women and just as mothers, even when it put it like this, just as women, when it comes to men, you got to step aside. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I had to figure it out. You got to figure it out. Yeah. Or you have to know and be vocal and say, listen, this is hard for me. Can you help me? Right. Because Can you help me? Mothers, we got to do that too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're not good at that. Well, at least I wasn't good at that. Right. Yeah. But then once it started to get to a place, like even, you know, in certain spaces where I knew somebody was going to help me, just reaching out and just being like, just so you know, I needed this help. Yeah. Um. So you can never say I never, didn't ask you to step up and assist me with this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. Um, yeah. What I was, was going to say, oh, go ahead. Ahead. no, go. <laughs> what I was going to say is just like, we like have the complaint of like, they're not doing this. They're not helping. They're not stepping in. Um, we're also not verbalizing that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can be frustrated and get in it, have these expectations of how he should show up and mm-hmm. this, that, and the third. And he ain't nothing the wiser. Cause that's just not how they brains work. Right. Yeah. And so I think it's good that you send him the links and be like, I think this is good for <laughs> us. Like I do, but I, I feel like it. a lot of the times, like my frustration would simply be because I didn't communicate it properly Absolutely. or I didn't communicate effectively because me needing help might turn into my attitude coming out right. and me not communicating properly. Yeah. And now he's like, it's a bigger issue than it needed to be. Yeah. I was about to say, I agree with what y'all are saying. I think I learned that from my mom where like, she kind of feel like it's not going to get done the right way or on time if, if I don't do it. Yeah. And so I'm just like, I'm just going to go do it, but then I'm going to have an attitude with you because you didn't. didn't. But mm-hmm. when you look back at it, I didn't speak up. Yeah. And I had to do like what Brandy was saying. I had to learn how to just let them figure it out. Because yeah. once I noticed that I was getting burnt out from doing so much, mm-hmm. I was just like, all right, this is enough. Like, if you can handle it, I'm going to just let you handle it. Yeah. If you You're don't, right. pants whatever. Might be wrinkled in the motherfucker. Yeah. That's what I think I'm Sometimes you got to be like cool with the wrinkled pants. That's how I am about cleaning and organizing, though. Like, and I also think it's releasing the expectation that somebody should just know. Yeah, you know what I mean. How you expect? Absolutely. We had this conversation. Like, well, girl, like common sense ain't so common, right? Like, if you need help, say you need help. You know, versus thinking like you see me over here struggling. Why aren't you helping me? But some people need that. Like, hey, I need, I need you to help me with this. Most men need that. But then that goes back to your conversation, like with your kids, because your kids yeah. are watching everything you do. Mm-hmm. So even in your actions, just being an example, apologizing in front of them, yeah. saying that you don't know in front of them, all yeah. of those things are very important because 
it establishes this idea is like, yeah, I'm an adult and I'm still learning. Yes. So we're all still learning. Yeah. Uh, I love the idea of us being able to be humans around them. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Like yeah. the idea of effective communication between adults mm-hmm. and like somebody apologizing. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because it's like we have these like grandiose ideas of who we were going to be as adults. And it wasn't necessarily how our parents were. Right. And so... I never, like, I can't say I've had a successful example of a lot of things when it came Mm -hmm. to my parents. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I would love to be that successful example of marriage, successful example of entrepreneurship or whatever have you. Like, Mm -hmm. I would love to be their own representation of that. Mm -hmm. And so being very intentional about Mm -hmm. having, like, conversations. Like, the other day, like, I just recently started going to therapy. Mm -hmm. And the other day, my son asked me, like, I told him I had a session. And he was like, Mom, you got a meeting? And I was like... I'm going to therapy mm-hmm. and like just kind of paused and had to like, cause I want to make that something natural Absolutely. in our, you know, in our homes, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just being intentional about like making sure that they're able to see that you're human. Like, yeah. and that's, that's so big. That's something our community, we really have to learn because yeah. we're so used to not explaining ourselves to our kids. Yeah. And that's something that Dominic really needs to learn. Like Ayla will just ask a simple question. Like, where's mommy? Why you need to know where mommy is? Like, just tell her I'm in the room. Yeah. Like, it's not that hard to answer a question. You know what yeah. I mean? But Or it's, affirm it's, her because she's asking you something bigger than, like, where my mom at? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. it's a... Men. It's... Exactly. <laughs> but it's just an established... Like, there's a way to establish dominance without making your kid feel like they don't have any say. Girl. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> we have to learn that. And that's something I had to <clears> learn, too. But just like therapy is like a good thing. I had to learn that with myself. Right. Mm -hmm. So all of that forgiving and teaching myself, I had to learn that first. And then that's why it's so important for me. Cause I don't want my daughter to experience what I experienced my sophomore year of college. Right. Mm -hmm. And just feeling like I was a nobody, you know what I mean? Because I didn't have basketball. I didn't have this. I didn't have that. I lost a friend. Like I didn't know where to go. Like I want you to know that you're bigger than all of these things. It's yeah. you. You know what I mean? So that just goes. And that's why I'm really intentional. Like if I'm wrong about something with Ayla, I will tell her I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I apologize. My bad. Whatever that may be. I didn't mean to, if I hurt your feel. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Yeah. yeah that's like, really big in my household too. Yeah. My mom was always like, oh, suck it up. Or yes. whatever I say, go just be quiet. Like, we would want to express ourselves. She's like, just, why are you talking? Just shut up. And I just be like, girl, like, you're wrong. Like, why can't I say how I feel? Yes. So when my kids is like. And that's the elitist thing. As a it, parent, exactly. we're not elitist. We're yeah. literally trash. And sometimes. we just weren't allowed, we weren't allowed to be emotional in front of her. We just had to be tough and keep it pushing. And I'm just like, I'm sorry that's how you were raised. Yeah. But that's not it over here. And so yeah. my kids, like, she feels like, oh, you baby, you're MJ too much. And I'm like, no, I don't. Like, if he's sad about something, he's allowed to be sad. And I want him to tell me why he's sad. Like, and I'm going to give you a hug. So it, exactly. The thing my mom criticized me about as a kid, she loves about Ayla. And it's so beautiful to like see that evolution. Yes, oh, but yeah. I had to teach my mom that even in my old age, like certain things like, sis, you can't have that kind of conversation with me anymore. Like, I'm going to tell you how I really feel. And I'm going to tell you in a loving way. And I might bring a little bit of extraness but you gonna hear me you know what I mean and we had to butt heads a lot in order for her to understand that but everything that she was like you're too outspoken you're too this you talk too much blah 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 she loves that about Ayla and I just love watching it and I'm yeah. just like hmm must be nice yeah but- <laughs> oh you know what I was not between the Washington jar <laughs> <laughs> oh okay <laughs> 
For real. And she, yeah. So it's very interesting. But I give my mom grace because she raised four kids and she had her first kid when she was 15. Same. And then mm, yeah. the three of us all back to back and she was in her 20s. Same. I got to enjoy my 20s. Same. You know I what I'm wish. saying? And you know what? I feel I like wish. she loved yeah. the impact of that. You Absolutely. Know I mean? like, yeah. like, I got to enjoy my 20s and she had uh, five, four kids mm-hmm. by the time she was 25. Oh, wow. I didn't have my first kid until I was 25. Yep. So, it's a whole, it's it was a, whole, a, it's different. a whole different world. So, so I definitely give her grace on that. And, and she's still learning, you yeah. know what I mean? And she's still open to those things. So we have a similar story. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, well, cause my mom raised four girls. Yeah. Um, a single mom and she had her first child at 16. Like I was, you know, yeah. so I, girl, and my parents, they, they real different now. They got married, <laughs> but they got divorced like soon after my younger brother, Andre was born. So mm-hmm. They they're still friends. I feel like they had to evolve to that, but I love I, your parents. <laughs> but even seeing them, like um, I can see why y'all two didn't work. Oh, <laughs> I can see why. I can see what happened here. You know like what I mean? Like, <laughs> I can see exactly. But I just love them. Yeah. Like you know, they're not perfect, but they're mine. Yeah. And <laughs> and I'm gonna stick beside. <laughs> them. <laughs> <laughs> for I real know, but, but my mom isn't as stubborn as she used to be she's way i think grandkids really wear her down too like mm-hmm. just seeing another version of her kids is just like a whole different different uh, world for her. For her. Mm-hmm. that's dope so switching gears a little bit here ladies when it comes to dating and having children um how do you handle dating with being a mom and introducing <laughs> someone to your kids and how like the experience, you know, with you introducing a, a man and then now y'all are getting married and, you know, just navigating dating with children. How does that work for you guys? Oh, uh, y'all want me to go. Yeah, you want me to go. You did something right. Uh, so <laughs> um, I think the, I don't know. I, I can, that's a real answer. I really don't know. I just went off vibes. Like, I'm going to be honest with that. Um, Ayla has only, she met one other guy that I dated and he was cool, but we didn't work out. Um, and then any other situation that she's met has been in like a group setting. Like, oh, we're all going skating together. It's a play date. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or we're going to go to Magic Mountain. It's a play date. You know, not like this is mommy's boo. Like, <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Not. Boo loving in front of each other. Exactly. Okay. Like it was, you know, it was very informal and just. Um, I, because most of the guys that I dated had kids. Um, Dominic is the first guy that I dated that did not have kids. Um, and how did I introduce Dominic and Ayla? Um, Dominic would just come around. He would be like in group settings. And then I think we went to the movies with Ayla before, but Ayla is very inquisitive and she notices things like we never kissed or anything in front of her but she knew that we liked each other mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like she knew that it was like all right it's something going on with y'all um but then you know he would just come around like he would come to the house for dinner and then he would stay and we would watch movies and and then after a while it was like all right so yeah i got to go to bed did y'all still get the party? <laughs> right <Hold up>. right <laughs> and then i remember before we even decided that we were like an official couple Ayla would be like and mommy's boyfriend like excuse me Won't sis i don't know anything about you, that okay? um, <laughs> so i can't say how it evolved with um dominic and Ayla. i really don't know 
Um, but I just felt comfortable with him. I mm-hmm. felt comfortable with him around my baby. And he just, he always, like, one thing I always loved about him, he's always addressed Ayla as Ayla, not as your daughter. Like, I thought that, that mm. that's a small thing, but that's, no, that's really big. cool for me. Yeah. Like, it was like, how's Ayla? And not, how's your daughter? Like, you know, like, so those types of things I just pay attention to. And then, like, when I met his family, they already knew about Ayla. Mm. So, I don't know. It just, I don't know. I It just evolved. It was just vibes, y'all. <laughs> just, <laughs> just vibes. Um. So, I am adamant, again, about letting my kids see that I'm human. And see, like, what it looks like to live. Um, So I'm not, like, I've never been one to, like, super hide anything. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And um, I, like, ask them, like, what makes you think he's my boyfriend? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, just because I want people to be able to, or not people, but my kids to understand, like, it doesn't have to be in a romantic setting that somebody's coming over here to hang out or communicate. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's what is lost a lot of the times is different styles of relationships. People, it is, he doesn't have to be my boyfriend because he's a male. Right. He doesn't have to be my boyfriend. We don't have to be sexually, you know, involved because he's showing up here or mm-hmm. whatever you have conjured up in your brain. You right. know what I mean? It doesn't have to be that. I want them to realize like you have a village of people and those people look different and that's how, you know what I mean? And, but like you, it, they'd be like, uh, I saw him watching your ass. Like, <laughs> or like, don't look at my mom like that. Right. Or mom, you was about to bust him upside his head. And it's like, you know exactly. what I mean? Oh, we know what this is. Mm-hmm. Like, but my, like I had gotten into an argument with my boyfriend. And that was um, tough. Can we? What is she? And, and my, I asked my son, like, how does that make you feel? So I asked my oldest son, how does that make you feel? He was like, I'm numb to it because x y and z right um with his dad's relationship and i was Uh, just like that's not healthy right my middle son was like i was ready to defend you that's not healthy right my youngest son don't give a shit i told y'all he He just but you know what i mean i (laughs) i have conversations with them to see how they feel in these settings and see how you know what i mean um their perspective of things so that we can have a conversation so that I can understand, you know, so I can offer them a different perspective, um, on what relationships look like. Um, but like they'll out you, they'll definitely be like, that's my mom's boyfriend. And here's, is this is why I know yeah. that's my mom's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a comfort level. It's a consistency. It's like, you know what I mean? And they'd be like, but I also like had this <laughs> vision in my head. Like I feel like all my sons are going to be six, three and they're going to walk in the hallway with my man. And someday it's going to be like, what's the, like the monsters against, like, <laughs> I feel like it's just going to be one day where they all gonna be like just big giants yeah. walking through my house. And it's going to be my man who ain't so giant. You know what I mean? At right. old age. Like I just envision that for some reason. And so I hope that who I'm with today, is like, it's just going to be something that they grow with so that, they don't have that kind of energy shift or like that masculine like masculinity thing where they like this my mama and hear me roar shit. Right. Like I don't want that. You want to create that healthy. Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't is. play about their mama. Royce is so protective. Ooh. Like, he don't, if somebody guy is staring at me, he's like, I'm about to go say something. Why he's staring at your butt like that? And I'd be like, bro, laugh. I just look good. Like, yeah. Just, can you like chill? <laughs> he want to be my dad so bad. Yeah. Um, um, but how did y'all, uh, were you about to talk about? I just want to yeah. know how do y'all? How did y'all introduce that? 
like dating to because you guys have healthy co-parent relationships mm-hmm. with your kids that so what was that like because you know i do me so, so we cannot. <laughs> we can just not. Or do, you, wait, or do you feel a need to? You know what I'm saying? I think for me, and, on like, by, and vice versa, do you feel like they have to? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like for me, like when me and my um, last relationship ended, I feel like. Even though I did date here and there, I was very protective over that. Like, I didn't talk on the phone with guys around my kids. I didn't let them come around if my kids were home or anything like that. So they don't know any other relationship besides their fathers. That's literally it. With my current situation, I tried to not say, oh, this is my boyfriend or do too much around them. Or, like, if I'm with them, I'm with them. If I'm with him, I'm with him. And so I got to a point where I'm just like, okay, if we're going to be together, we need to learn how to coexist. But you fell in, in love. Same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Growing up, right? right? But so it was just kind of one day where it was like, I mean, I know that's your boyfriend. So, like, Period. why are you trying to be secretive? Like, you can't protect us from him too much. Like, if that's who you're going to be with, that's who you're going to be with. If not, then y'all need to break up. You need to find somebody else. And I'm almost like. That's exactly how Roy said it, too. Excuse That's exactly how it said it. <laughs> no. He said it. He was just like, you know. Sis. If you're not going to let us around each other and that's not going to be your husband, then you need to spend the rest of your days dating until you find the, the one. Like, Royce you get old. And I was like... No, Royce ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. Excuse me, sis. Like, okay. That's probably the title of the show. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I feel like for me, like, I want to have the ideal situation where like, okay, this is who I'm with. You know, we're going to be together. Or if this is my person, like... I want them to meet my kid's father. I want him to be comfortable, you know, with who's around his kids and vice versa. Like, I want to meet the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with and who's going to be around my kids. Like, it's not my business to be all up in y'all's mix. So, I, you know, but I would like to at least have established some type of, like, introduction and... Rapport. Yeah. 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 Y'all going to go on vacations together? Who? So, me my kid's kid dad? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm so, let me tell you. people who do that. My, like, <laughs> my kid's dad has been with his girlfriend for a long time. And there, I honestly, if we was to go to like Kalahari or where I had my own room, y'all did y'all's own thing, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind that. Like with them. Mm-hmm. But now, he, he can't come talking to about my business, just leave my business out of it. <laughs> <laughs> No, because it actually has come up where he's like, your little boyfriend. Now he ain't do that. Let me stop. But my son said I'm with my mom's boyfriend. And he was like, well, so that my son feels comfortable with expressing that because he felt a little apprehensive. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should meet him so that they feel comfortable yeah. with yeah. talking about it. That's good. And that's how he approached me. I like that. And I was like, look at you being a grown man. That's cute. No, I love that. Yeah. It was like filtered through your son. Like yeah. it was like, because I don't want my son being... Like, you yeah. got to keep a secret from me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm like, I love that. That's I, my dog. I told y'all that's my dog. No, I would I like that. to get to that space. Like, we have a great relationship. But the issue is that he has still not gotten over the fact, like, that we're not together. Yeah. So, it's kind of hard. Like, I think me being in a whole relationship, it he respects it. But he doesn't agree with it. It's just not be- real. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not real to him yet. And I think that's what stops it. And so I even had to have a talk like with my boyfriend because one day he like, why your baby dad calling at eight in the morning? Like we in the bed, we sleep, like he doing too much. And I was like, 
You're right. But I'm so used to that because we literally, like, we are legit friends and we talk about everything. And it's if it's about the kids, he going to call, he going to text. But I also have to let him know, like, you do have to have some boundaries. Like, I'm not single anymore. You got to respect. You can't call whenever you want. You can't hit me up all the fucking time. And But I also had to tell my boyfriend, like, I want you to understand we're friends. Yeah, we have a comfort level. And, yeah, yeah, and we're friends. Well, he should there be has, threatened by that. There has to be some type of boundary, mm-hmm. but we are friends. And at the end of the day, he's not going nowhere. He's the one helping me with my kids. I can't change that. So right. it's just like... Healthy boundaries on both ends. Right, yeah, exactly. I'm, that's one dynamic that I'm happy that I didn't have to really... Yeah, uh, figure out. Absolutely, because the way I think about it is... It's the same way I think about what you let her eat at your house. Like, mm-hmm. if I trust that if you bring in someone around, I'm, I just have to trust that you're not going to put her in harm's way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That you're making good decisions because it's beyond me, right? This is your child. You know what I mean? So if you're putting your child in harm's way by whoever you're bringing around, then that's on that's you. That's on you. Yeah. Right. And, but see, that's my, like, <clears throat> I had to get to that point because I, and I had to communicate with him, like, what happens in this situation it's going to fall on you. Mm-hmm. And then now me and you have a problem and that's not going to work. You know right. what I mean? Cause we are good. Mm-hmm. And so if you're allowing something else to come yeah. into this situation, regardless of longevity, you know, time, mm-hmm. we have to answer to each other. Right. And so when you compromise us now, I have to be a different person. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. So I've definitely had to communicate that. Like don't have, don't, have me show up something different because mm-hmm. you brought right. a different situation. And I trust, like you said, it's a respect thing. Mm-hmm. He trusts me to know because he know I'm a motherfucker. So right. if I'm a motherfucker <laughs> by myself, uh-huh. whoever I'm dealing with, gonna have to, they gonna have to they deal have with to that person. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, I know she cool over there because right. it's gonna be. Yeah. She, she gave me hell at some See. point. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I told so. mine, I'm like, do your thing. I don't care as long as they respect my kids yeah. and they like to babysit. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> no, because what? And, and, <laughs> and make sure they buy the good sneakers, okay? And if my baby need her edges laid. Yeah, that's that. Don't have my kids looking yes, crazy like, like that don't but yeah. don't touch it if it don't need to be touched okay right. like I don't be having I'm just daughter. so like yeah. I really want to know how I'm going to be in that situation because I'm so protective over my kids I'm so protective mm-hmm. but like I don't know I just it's one of the things I won't know until it actually happens yeah but I do, I want to meet, like, let's be friends. We can be friends. This is a family thing. I don't know about no. friendship. I mean, I don't mean shit. <laughs> I don't mean, like, we got to hang out and we got to text every day. But Y'all like, go on vacation. Wa- you don't want to go on vacation. Just admit that. That's friendship. I mean, I don't care. Yeah, that's the, I don't care. Like, I'm just all about family. Yeah. We all family. We all yep. raising these kids together. Yep. So I don't mind that. We can all go on vacation. I, I think an yeah. ideal situation would be like we can go on vacation but i'm fine if we don't like yeah, yeah. So you know I'm what i'm fine, saying yeah <laughs> i'm fine no animosity, but it's just like yeah. our worlds don't mix in that way yeah Absolutely. but there are some people who's like i don't want nobody around my kids you, you can't, can't control, have your that. control. that's yeah. not me i don't they give a hot are entitled <laughs> that person they like but there are people who feel entitled and like literally let that person live like, yeah yeah you can't you control that. can't control them Mm-mm. um so I kind of want to touch on this as far as like raising your kids because um, my oldest son has like behavior issues and it makes it very hard to parent him. Um, And I don't know if you guys have those same issues, but I kind of just went like my struggle has always been trying to figure out like because a lot 
some people that have had similar issues as me all be like, it takes time to grow out of it. But I'm in it, and I'm just like, I don't see the end. Like, I just, I hope he grows out of it. I hope it gets better. But as we're in it, I don't see <laughs> it getting better. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, like, if you guys deal with the same thing or how you guys handle that. Okay, so as I grew, grow, they grow. So as I learn new styles of communication, as I learn grace, as I learn um, that like there's a deeper meaning to why X, Y, and Z is happening, I try to implement that in my parenting, right? Mm -hmm. um, because I used to, and, and admittedly to this to to this day, I'm not in favor of some of the things that my kids do so far as their personalities mm -hmm. and um like me and my son my middle son like bb says it like if it's left to aiden you're gonna be in the home you know what i mean like mm -hmm. we beef so much like <laughs> so much and i just be like why like when i was pregnant with my youngest son my middle son was so acting out so much i fell down the steps like beefing like mm -hmm. me and my middle son beef and it's like it's just a difference in our communication styles. He feels like nobody understands him, but it's a lot of the times middle child syndrome where he just doesn't feel heard or seen. And with that understanding, I don't block out his emotions. I don't, I don't take him acting out so personal. Mm -hmm. um, I used to be like, dang, I should have breastfed him longer. I should have. <laughs> No, because no, my, yeah, be like my oldest son, I breastfed until he was like one and a half. Mm -hmm. My middle son, because of the situation, he was my transition child. Yeah. My middle son was my transition child from breaking up, from all of that stuff. And a lot of that emotion came out in, in him. Mm -hmm. And I didn't nurse him for uh, only eight months. Whereas my, my baby boy and my oldest son, they got nursed up until well until nearly three or two years old. Mm -hmm. And so it was just a different type of care with them. And I see that. And so I have to look at that and not get frustrated when certain things happen. Try to like get to the root of his issues. Mm -hmm. Um, and also hold him accountable. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, um this behavior may not end. How you know how you see it, it may not end, but eight is my early riser. So I know he's gonna be successful because He's adamant about how he feels. Mm -hmm. He is, he knows, like he thought, he thinks of it before he even brings it to me. He makes a decision on his own. He like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't worry about Aiden in X, Y, and Z, but Aiden is still like, mom, can you help me? Mom, mm -hmm. can you do this? So I still know that we have yeah. some sort of connection. You know what I mean? I just have to take myself and my opinion out of it a lot of the times and like hone in on to like, where is this stemming from and what can I do to yeah. help? Mm -hmm. I I don't deal with direct behavior issues with Ayla. She's just I don't know. She's just scared to be in trouble. She doesn't yeah. like to be in trouble. But I know that my sister, when we were growing up, she was she had some serious behavior issues. And really, my mom, uh, like kind of work. My mom's a social worker, so she you know does that kind of exploring thing. And she worked with the school and found out it was my sister was having trouble with comprehension. Mm -hmm right at school and that was it was just literally that so she just had that and she's a middle child as well essentially um so she just had that one-on-one -on -one time 
with the program that they had in the schools at the time of Sylvan. Mm -hmm. And once she got better with that and more confident in her comprehension and her reading, she became a totally different kid. And Mm -hmm. I would say that my sister had the best grades in our household. You know what I mean? Like as far as applying herself and just, um, just, you know, just being, you know, line drive, that's her. She don't, she didn't get in trouble when we were in high school. All of those things, like it just translated. And that wasn't her, like, I want to say like second grade, um, second, third grade. Yeah. Like second and third grade. Cause she used to get awards for not having peak. Okay. Like in kindergarten, like no peak award. They would like throw a whole like thing because it was just like, they would throw a whole, it would be like a whole thing. Whereas like me and my, me and June or Andre rather, we would just get it. You know what I mean? But my sister, so I think to your point is just like highlighting what he does the best. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, behavior, whether it be at school or at home, I think that that's something that we're going to deal with and on many different levels, but just making sure that he knows like, okay, these are the things that you're doing really well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're really good at this. You're really good at that, but we're going to really work on these things. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know the, an- like, I don't know the answer, but I would think like just really paying more attention to what's going right than what's not going right may be helpful. Um, and maybe some affirmations like in the morning, um, I know that. <laughs> that I mean, sounds it's, very it's because for boys, they not gonna hear like an affirmation to a girl might awaken like a spiritual thing with her. For boys, they can be like, "Girl, turn this off." No, no, like, but make them. I make Ayla create her own affirmation. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I don't like tell her what she is or whatever. I right. say, "All right, Ayla, what do you think about yourself today?" Or what is that? What does that mean? Or why are you so stressed about this? Because I'm not smart or whatever. It's like, all right, let's talk about what that really means. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's change that into some more, some positive language. And we're just going to say that yeah. about ourselves See, until I, we believe I can't that. do that with mine yeah. because he's not very expressive. And um, like okay. I said on the last show, it's because of how he was raised. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was first 21. So like, I really didn't teach him how to like express himself or be lovey-dovey because I wasn't. And so he's still like that now. And it's kind of hard because like asking him, well, what's wrong? Why did you act out this way? Why do you feel this way? I don't know. I don't know. And he just shuts down. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of his behavior problems is like, he doesn't really know how to express himself in a healthy way. You want something to say? I wanted to ask you just in that thought, Mm -hmm. do you only address his feelings when it's like, um, a heightened moment? probably more so than not yeah um because i feel like i feel like we have more bad days than good and so we're constantly always talking about like why you went as far as you did or why are you so angry versus Mm -hmm. other things have you tried like on a random thursday like asking him because i and i'm sorry to cut you off Mm -hmm. but i was watching a show um and tamar was saying like she asks her son about like they have a conversation about roses and thorns Mm -hmm. and they like you know what was your rose for today and he tells her about the good things for Mm -hmm. today and what was your thorn for today and you kind of talk through about what the tough stuff was but in the event that he has a space where he's talking about the good stuff more often 
and like excited and expressive mm-hmm. about the good stuff, he may open up because it's opened up his mind to be able to express the things that he likes. And so it will also open up the, his mind to the things that aren't so favorable and he'll be able to like put words to it. Yeah. It's not that he doesn't know. He just mm-hmm. has a different communication style. So he doesn't know how to verbalize it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you give him more opportunities to speak on the things that he does like that, he, mm-hmm. you know, that can excite him and then challenge his vocabulary in those spaces. Like you said good yesterday. I need something better than good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that he can start exploring different ways to verbalize how he feels and and then that will open up more expression about why he did or why he felt in a different way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I could be more specific. Like, what happened good? What happened bad? I'm just more like, hey, how was your day? How right. was school? How yeah. did this and that go? I'm more that. And then he'll be like, well, this happened. I mm-hmm. got in a fight today. I got in trouble today and things like that. So mm-hmm. I don't necessarily just talk about the bad, but I could be more specific. Like, okay, well. What ha- What was something good that happened? And it's going to be a struggle at first because it's not something that he's used to. Just like mm-hmm. going to the gym, right, for your first time. Like, you're not used to, like, moving your body in that way. But if you continue you to do muscle. it, like, and yeah. then it, it's painful and then you continue to work through that, it becomes mm-hmm. something that's just natural to you. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think especially with boys, like, in the beginning, it just feels all performative. And it's just like, mom, what? Like, my rose and my thorn, get out of here. Where's my PlayStation? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But I think adding some incentive to that and then just continuing to kind of exercise it. I mean, it just seems, it seems really intentional, but then it, like, it feels, uh, was it disingenuous at first? Mm-hmm. But then after a while, um, it just becomes a part of like just yeah. your life. And it's just like second nature. But I think you made a good point when you said instead of just leaving it open, like opening the question, like, how was your day? And then that just mm-hmm. opens the door for him to tell you all the bad things, like hear the bad things and be like, OK, I hear that. But what good happened? What mm-hmm. happened that was good today? Yeah. You know what I mean? We're going to talk about the fight. We're going to talk about getting in trouble. But tell me something good that happened today, yeah. you know, um, and just kind of get him to kind of talking about those types of things too. Because I think when you ask about your day, maybe he just thinks you only want to hear. Right. That's Because that's, that's the conversation point. that yeah. y'all had is like, you only want to hear what was bad. Yeah. You know? And that's part of the reason why I put him in therapy because I feel like I don't have all the answers and yeah. I may be missing some things, but it's I even with that. therapy, like, you. thank you. He doesn't really feel like it helps because he's like me in a way where like, he has to be comfortable with people. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're just a stranger and you're asking him stuff, he don't want to talk to you. He don't like talking, period, but especially if he don't know you. So that's taking some time. Like, he still does it, but he just was like, I don't know how this is going to help me. Like, he just, I feel like he has such a negative mindset about things, and he's just like, this is not going to help. So I'm not, I'm not interested. And so it's been a struggle. We're trying to get him to open up and express himself more. And then it's like, um, like I said, he responds to everything with anger and doesn't know why. And so it's a battle. Like when you were saying about your son, like we beef a lot, like so, so hard, so much to the point where he's mad. He says a lot of mean things to me sometimes. Um, and it's so draining. Yeah. And have you asked him like, what makes you say that stuff? Just cause he's mad. I know he don't hate me, but he'll yeah. tell me. He has. And I think yeah. even in those moments, not even letting it roll off your back, like holding him accountable to that. Yeah. Right? yeah that's like, and thing. just being but it's like, like, but when I hold him accountable, it's like, 
No, oh, my mom doesn't care about me. Like when I'm yeah. on here, you know what I'm saying? Because no, it's hard because it's no, like, even- I want you to know I love you, but I also have to discipline you. But when I discipline you, it's like, oh, my mom doesn't love me. Yeah, no, but it's not even that because you said you know yeah. he doesn't hate you, right? And he'll say that and be like, so you're telling me you hate me? Like that actually hurts my feelings. Do yeah. I talk to you like that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Is that how is that how we communicate to each other? Like, right. do you want me to talk to you like that? Those types of things so that he can start kind of hearing that and internalizing that and understanding like bruh like yeah i'm your mom and you're my son but we have to respect each other even when we're mad especially when we're mad you know what i mean like it's okay to be angry it's okay to be upset but you're not going to talk to me like that because i don't talk to you like that Mm -hmm. you know and even if we slip up that goes back to just having those conversations like this is not how people communicate with each other and i have to learn to check myself because Mm -hmm. when he does things like that i get so upset naturally or i get super emotional like okay well if you hate me and you don't want to be here go to your dad just leave yeah and i think that makes it worse Mm -hmm. naturally like and don't beat yourself up about that absolutely you're still a woman you're still human like because if somebody said that to you and it wasn't your son mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying your response will be very similar right yeah. and you're giving him that there's like that level of grace because you're my son but at the end of the day like you hurt my feelings right you know even though i know it's not true you're hurting my feelings mm-hmm. that's not okay and i think even having that conversation like pushing like your feelings to be like all right listen that was painful but i just want you to know that i'm not letting this slide like you really hurt my feelings and yeah. You need to know that, you know, and even coming back to it after everything is like calm. That's mm-hmm. what I was going to say. Like, yeah. like after everything is calmed and be like, you know what? You remember that day that you said that you felt like I didn't love you mm-hmm. because I felt because my form of discipline looks like X, Y, and Z. Tell me why you got to that point mm-hmm. and just have a candid conversation in that, you know, in that moment. Yeah. Um, because I find that. Like my sons are my, like I said, he's hypersensitive. So every emotion is 1000, but that's love. Like his love is 1000 mm-hmm. is like wanting to be very cuddly and like love. And I'm like, well, you can't go from hating me to loving me without the in-between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we have to discuss what that in-between looks like. So you're not a grown man doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? With this toxic mm-hmm. behavior. Right. right. Because we are raising men and women. And yeah. that's right? my fear. I tell him all the time, like, I don't want you to get older and you're dating somebody and you're not expressing yourself. So you're making her feel like you don't care about her. Mm-hmm. Because you're not showing her that. Like, so we have to fix this now. Or even not being coachable at your job. You know what I'm saying? Like, if your superior is telling you something and you don't agree with them, you don't know how to communicate that, Mm -hmm. you know, um, I had to have, you know, those type of conversations with my fiance. Like, first of all, these people don't know you. You know what I mean? So you don't have to tell, you don't have to be this, but you have to know how to express yourself so that you're respected you know what i mean like but if you respond the way that you're responding people don't respect that yeah because you it's emotional you know what i mean and that's exactly that's the only way in emotional is not a bad thing but Mm -hmm. you have to figure out a way to be able to convey your message without being so angry Mm -hmm. yes and we had that Mm -hmm. conversation the other day because he gets in trouble at school a lot and like he feels like he got to get defensive and he always got to be the one to solve the problem. And I'll be telling him, like, if something happens, even if you know the teacher is not doing what they're supposed to do, handle yourself right and then it? come. No, he's oh. sad. I'm like, let, you know, let the teacher be wrong and then come tell me. But no, yeah. when they do something, like if he feels like he's not protected or they do something he don't like, he goes off. And mm. I'm like, you can't do that. Mm. You got to respect the dogs. You wouldn't cuss at me. You wouldn't yell at me. 
you got to respect the dogs and just do what you're supposed to do. And after that, I will take care of it. Yeah. But he's just, no. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to take I, a like, lot of learning. I wonder if he, like why he feels like he got to be the one to secure himself. I don't know. Yeah, like does you he feel protected? Yeah. Like he, he feel, yeah, yeah, he doesn't feel secure or protected mm-hmm. in, in some, something. But you know what? I know that when I was younger, I used to be like even as an adult raising him, I was like that, a very defensive, always got to snap back, always got to get well, the last word. You like have to protect yourself. Yeah. And well, what if you have that type of conversation me. with him, right? Like yeah. even being that candid and being like, listen, we're very similar. Right. That, I used yes. to be like that. You know, yeah. oh. I used to feel like I had to we not doing therapy do yet. this. And I used to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh. even if you had, even if you doubt it down like that, because it seems like he is very intelligent and you oh, can have did. that type of conversation very with him. So. Yep. Yeah. So I feel like because it, I know it sounds crazy, but, you know, you got to talk to him on the level where he is. You know what I mean? And just be like, yeah, that used to be me. But these are the things that I did or this is how I learned um how to manage that right and i'm happy you brought that up find what's important because i like now i i was aiden Mm -hmm. my middle i was oh i was i went (laughs) to anger management at uh at around his age Mm -hmm. i was angry and Mm -hmm. like could like really think about killing people like that but it's because i did not feel like nobody was protecting me so Mm -hmm. i had and even huh we're not doing therapy here, people. <laughs> um, even today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, as who I am. You know what I mean? Like, I still feel like I got to go to bat for me. Yeah. yeah. I got to go to bat for me because ain't nobody else going to bat mm-hmm. for me. And and my mother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, imagine right. that coming where you feel like you got to go to bat against your mom. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like ugly you know what i mean <laughs> and so it's like damn my kid feel like he gotta go to bat against me mm-hmm. right i'm here to protect you that's why we tell him like i'm you. always mm-hmm. going to have your back no right or wrong like i'm gonna yeah. tell you you wrong yeah. but i'm still have your back yeah. and i need you to trust that yeah but him feeling like that that that's and yeah. that's I, just literally in this conversation it's i he feels there's something that he feels like he's has lost control over and he doesn't yeah. feel secure about yeah and so in the event of getting to the root of whatever that feeling is like what makes you feel insecure or mm-hmm. what makes you feel like like i bet if you start asking them type of questions he'll open up yeah i guarantee you and yeah. then i mean like and i think not giving him a way out you know what i'm saying like yeah. don't give him a way out because it can get frustrating especially yeah. with yes. um your children right because ayla's not good at expressing her feelings either she mm-hmm. cries or she gets angry and she says she doesn't want to talk about it you know what i'm saying so just not letting that be an answer yeah. and my favorite thing to tell ayla is like if something is wrong with her and i can see it and she's like what's i'm like what's wrong gayla nothing i'm like you can't tell me nothing and i yeah. see, and I see yeah. tears i see anger this is what i'm seeing mm-hmm. that is that is My nothing kids love saying nothing i don't yeah. know so and, you just mad for nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it yep and, and then they also don't want to like they see us yeah they don't want to raw mom up and mom just got off the phone call yelling and screaming with somebody mm-hmm. or mom just got deflated like they see us but yeah. i'm good for making myself walk the plank right because that yeah. that makes her be like okay you know what i'm saying i'm like well did mommy say something to you mm-hmm. or did i 
you know, do something or was there something that I did to make you upset? Cause I don't, yeah. cause that for me, like, I don't really care at this point. I can handle my own feelings. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I got, I go to, I can send a text message to my therapist and we really got to be like that. You know what I'm saying? But what is not going to happen is like, you're going to continue to internalize these feelings and we're not going to have a conversation about it. Right. So if mommy says something wrong, and even if I disagree, I can see how you think about it like that, but think Mm -hmm. about it like this, Ayla, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like you're seven and you want to climb in my closet and get a cosmic brownie off the top shelf and that's Wait. not okay uh, <laughs> and then you right right no and then you kicking over things and you're knocking yes of course i'm going to get upset about right. that right because i've asked you several times not to, to ask for help if you and not like i'm really yeah. breaking it down like that you know what i'm saying yeah. so then it's and then like affirm her sense of independence like sis you know what i mean <laughs> like we get it yeah but don't rush to be here absolutely <laughs> like but yeah i'll break it down like that and then she'll just be looking at me and she could still be mad but at least we had that conversation right, right? Yeah. like all right so because ayla is stubborn and i'm still mad okay sweet yeah. now i'm i feel better because now i know what's wrong with you and it's nothing right it's <laughs> literally nothing um, but I also it, um, we had a conversation and you understand what I expect. Right. You know, yeah. so. I had an um, incident actually today and Aiden got in the car crying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Um, cause I always ask them when I pick them up, like, tell me about your day yeah. from school. And, um, he was just like, my teacher said I couldn't go on a field trip tomorrow because, um, I was helping somebody else. <laughs> There's some things Tell missing. Tell me what Aiden. really happened. <laughs> and so, but and, because he also feels like I don't believe him with anything he says. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing that, I said, so I said, so you, I, I made him like to be the good. I yeah. said, so you helping somebody else made it so that your teacher decided to make it so you could go on this trip. He was like, yeah. I'm like, well, so where was the teacher? Oh, in the other classroom or in the hallway? I said, or in the hallway. I said, wasn't she supposed to be your teacher? He's like, yeah. I was like, so you didn't know where she was? So that means that she didn't know where you were. And he was like, yeah. I'm like, oh, so she, you didn't get permission to go to help the other teacher? Nah, but she saw me. Well, well, you got her eyes? You know what I mean? Like just kind of helping him explore that whole situation and reliving it. And bottom line is like, you didn't get approval. Right. And so she's not going to let you go wander off in this science exhibit and showing this type of behavior mm-hmm. and you did it in the school yeah. in the safe that you, in the place that you felt secure. Right. Mm-hmm. You are showing her that you can't be who she needs you to be in a space outside of the school. Yeah. And so it's your responsibility to show up as trustworthy. Yeah. And she couldn't trust you. Yeah. yeah you definitely got to give them that wit for yeah. sure. I know. And my <laughs> son does that too. Like a lot of people don't believe things that he said because he lies a lot. <sighs> but I had to tell, I had to tell their dad, like, listen, I get he lies a lot and I get he's not always telling the truth. But I don't ever want to put it on my son to where like I automatically don't believe you because right. then you might be telling the truth one time and you're not going to say anything because you automatically you think he won't me. believe you. So I tell him like, tell me what happened. And then, you know, I'm going to get to the bottom of it. And if I find out you're lying, then I'm going to get in your ass. (laughs) That's that. Yeah, for sure. I definitely told him, like, I'm going to reach out to the teacher. And, like, and I showed him, like, I'm I'm supporting you. But it's going to come out that you were wrong. And then what we do? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. at that point, you have to hold yourself accountable for what Mm -hmm. took place. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to support you the best way that I can. And we're going to get down to the facts. But once the facts are presented, you have to stand up for you know, who you were in that situation. Yeah. So how do you handle like, so I know for me, like my, um, my kids, 
their love is different. Like, my youngest son is very touchy-feely, very emotional, very attached to me, versus my other son is not. But he also was always like, oh, um, he doesn't get in trouble as much as me. He gets to do more than me. He get, like, or he feels like oh, we God, care about him yeah, more. I... Like, <laughs> that is so frustrating. And I had to tell him, like, I love you both equally. I don't love one over the other. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand, you guys are two completely different kids. Mm-hmm. You, I can have a conversation with you and you're fine with just my words. He needs hugs. He needs me to say, I care about you. Yeah. Or he don't feel it. Yeah. But it's kind of hard, like, because they're two different kids. And I don't want one to feel less important. Yeah. Um. I so Because they'd be like, I don't, you don't like us all the same. I don't. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't. It's true. And what you require, just like you said, what you require is different. But I think, um, so my oldest son is like, I don't want to say introvert, but he's the introvert of the group mm-hmm. where he's like, I'm cool by myself in my room. I don't want to talk to see nobody. Like I spend my little bit of time with y'all and then I'm out. Yeah. Like he's very much so <laughs> me in that aspect. Um, sometimes, but my middle son and my youngest son are very affectionate, very got to be on my hip all the yeah. time. <laughs> um, and so Aiden is the only one that complains, um, which is my middle son. He complains. And um, I, I have a conversation like, how can I show up for you better as mom? Mm-hmm. And Aiden be like, can we have mommy and Aiden time where we're literally watching the movie and ain't nobody around it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We just, I just have to ask them what they need. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it'd be like, I need some time by myself. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like he, it's Aiden. It's like, I just need Aiden time. And I'm like, okay, cool. But Aiden also asks for therapy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so he's very aware of himself mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, my oldest son, he like, we cool sis. My middle son, <laughs> my baby boy is like attached to my hip. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I don't, like it's just it just fits yeah but i also off like very intentional about like what's your heart posture look like like let's talk about how you feel let's talk about how i show up for you mm-hmm. uh how can i can be better um and where just where you at like yeah. what do you feel like um, and i think another thing that makes it difficult is because my voice gets in trouble so much Part of holding him accountable is disciplining him. You're not allowed to eat out when you want to. You're in trouble. We're not going to go to McDonald's. You're going to eat at home. Or you're not going to go to a birthday party when you're on punishment. But then he sees my other son, who doesn't get in trouble like that, doing X, Y, and Z. And that's another reason for him to be like, that's not fair. Well, you would hope that that would be encouragement more than anything, right? No. no. They feel like they they being like, dude, like they... Yeah, the, it's the end of the world. Right. Yeah. Like, somebody, and I'm like, your behavior? Like, sir? one plus one doesn't equal two. Yeah. Girl. So it's hard trying to balance with, like, making him feel love, but also holding him accountable for his shit. Because yeah. I'm just like, you're not going to go act out, talk to me crazy, go to school and act crazy, and think I'm going to let you do whatever you want to do. I, but another part of that is, like, providing him security in them situations. You know what I'm saying? Like, my initial approach to Aiden when he told me today, and I knew it was him (laughs) but i couldn't approach him that way because i'm figuring out new ways to not trigger him and not you know what i mean and not have him all because he could have gotten the car like my mom my mom ain't even gonna believe me anyway you know what i mean where i show him so my love so you could probably explain to Royce like my love looks like not putting my foot in your ass this time you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying don't say it that way but you know what i mean my love looks like me 
doing X, Y, and Z despite how you are. You know, my love looks like holding you accountable, bro. Yeah. yeah. My, that's good. That's what my I like love, that. My yeah. love looks like holding you accountable today because who you are tomorrow depends on how you turn out today. Mm-hmm. And so that's what my love looks like right now for you. And once we grow past this situation, because we will grow past this situation, my love is going to grow and evolve and be different. And just because you are 10 today and your baby boy is six, seven, seven, he's seven, you're 10. My love for him is going to look much different or maybe similar to when he's 10. Like you got to look at the full picture here. Everything ain't about you in this moment and right now. Mm -hmm. Like there's so much bigger than what you see and they whole little worlds. Oh my God. It's so much in a small little world. Mm -hmm. And you just be like, I get it, bro. Like I'm, I'm you. <laughs> and like, their world is literally only them. Yeah. Right? Like, our world is us, our job, our friends, our family, our kids, all of that. Like, it's literally, like, Royce's world. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, in his world is just school and you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And his relationship with his brother. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ooh, like, it's just... Yeah, yeah, it's just so tiny. You know what I mean? So, even the things um, that are small just seem so big for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Brandy, do you have anything to say no (laughs) (laughs) ma'am okay so um i want to talk about this whole village thing because um like i said before on our show my oldest son i i had a village and but i don't necessarily think it was a positive Mm. where you feel like a village is positive now, me being young, it was great. <laughs> I got to do what I wanted to do. I still got to have a life versus having a second kid and actually being in a relationship and having a family. I didn't really have a lot of outside help. And so that's another way that, that, that they were raised differently. Um, so somebody made a point to me and was basically saying like how, um, you know, people don't talk about the negatives about having a village. Mm. So like, what's your guys' perspective on that? Mm. So when I consider my village, I consider the people that are in my circle. Mm-hmm. Um, because my kids, my kids have like very huge families on their dad's side. Mm-hmm. Like his dad has, three big families that are like very active people. Right. Mm -hmm. But he is such an introvert that he doesn't even exercise that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like he feel like we're supposed to take care of our kids. Yeah. Um, whereas you, you literally got seven or eight aunties, you know what I'm (laughs) saying? Like direct aunties. He doesn't have his mother. You know what I mean? Which probably is why they have the disconnect, why he has the disconnect, Mm -hmm. but he got a whole shitload of family. And there's no way that my kids, like I'm the one that's connecting his side of the family to my children. This is just how it happens. Um, but the influences, the people, like they're, it's not always the best. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like my kids have experienced trauma and loss because of that, vill- you know, their village. And it's like, damn, like if I didn't, if they weren't involved that much, maybe my kids wouldn't have this type of hurt or whatever have you. But it's it's just relinquishing that control. Yeah. Relinquishing that control and like literally there it's not what we always 
think is ideal, but they're there to serve a purpose for something. Yeah. The go way. Ahead. Go ahead, Brittany. No, I was just going to say, um, and Dario, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, I think the negative side of that, like the situation with you and Royce is that you mentioned on the last show, Royce spent a week every month with his grandma. Was it his grandparents? Mm-hmm, his dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he was a child. So I think in those shaping years, those early years, he probably spent a lot of time with his grandparents or his aunts or mm-hmm. whomever and he wasn't around you as much mm-hmm. so that i think that's part of y'all's disconnect too because mm-hmm. you're trying to you know figure out what his issue is or why he's not listening or why he's not lying but some of that time probably was spent with the other family members and he probably spends more time talking to them mm-hmm. so i think that that's where my mind went when you think of a village in a negative way like the actual parents not really being present and the work being left on like a grandparent or whomever, then that's who the kids end up connecting with. Mm-hmm. And then you try to build that relationship a little bit later down the line. It's like, well, I look at my grand my grandmother as my mom. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I know a lot of people, not necessarily in our age group, but people that are older than us, that they more so were raised by their grandparents versus mm-hmm. their actual parents. Yeah. So that there's a disconnect there. So where it's beneficial because you know, you get to enjoy your life and you get to do things and you, you don't get to build that relationship in those early years with yeah. your children. I think that's true now that you say that. Is, I'm glad you said that because I feel like for me being young and not really knowing how to like barely take care of myself, I didn't know how to take care of a kid. Like, yeah. yes, it wasn't like I wasn't present. I was very present, but... I still had to work. His dad was not around. His dad was in and out of jail. I still had to work. I was going to school. So his grandparents and my grandma definitely spent a lot of time with him. And they're the type of grandparents where they're going to let you do whatever you want to do. Especially my grandma. I don't care what you did. I'm going to let you do what you want. You want to drink pop at 10 o'clock at night? That's fine. You can do what you want. Or my my dad's side is very like... um, materialistic i talk about that a lot too just handing them money whenever you know do what you want i'm taking mcdonald's every day all that type of stuff so like now it's like as as he's older it's like he still feel it's my way i can get what i want and if you're not going to give it to me my grandma will so i'm gonna call her yeah Mm -hmm. and so just him bouncing around like and like i said his dad not being there my grandma helped watch my aunt helped watch my you know, my mom, so just all these different households and all these different rules and all these different expectations. It's, they don't it's know a if he's coming or going. It, exactly. Yeah. And so he feel like if you are telling me something I don't want to hear, I'm not going to listen to you because I have all these other people that's going to let me do what I want to do. Yeah. Versus MJ, like I said, I didn't have a lot of help. And I think they felt like, okay, well, you have a, your partner. We don't need to step in as much. And mm-hmm. I was older too. So it was just kind of like, and I wanted a different upbringing for him because i saw how damaging that was it's like you can't go nowhere you're gonna be home and i was a stay-at-home mom too for a while back then too so i was at home with them all the time yeah so i when i think about my village i think my village is for me you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. for my peace for you know my uh escape or what have you um some things i just think i think about is just natural i thank god that my sister is you know we're so close in age that my daughter is with her like if she's not with me she's more than likely with my mm-hmm. sister she spends time time with my parents but my sister is like her other parent you know what i mean and we have conversations about parenting and my sister knows how i parent 
And my the way I parent is much different than how she parents. And she parents my daughter how I parent my daughter, mm-hmm. right? So certain things that she does with her kids, she doesn't do with my daughter just because I don't do that with her. And I like that. Um, yeah. But she knows, she knows how it is. And I am not afraid. Like if my mom does something that is not approved, I hold Ayla accountable and my mom accountable in front of each other. Mm-hmm. Now, Ayla, you know you're not supposed to have that. Mom, why would you give her that? You know I don't give her that kind of mm-hmm. thing. That happens. So that is like both of y'all know what's up, you know? But outside of that, like when I think about my village, it's like the people who up- uplift me and make sure I'm sane yep, and same. um happy and, you know, I feel supported and all of that stuff. So um Ayla, as far as like who takes care of Ayla, like myself and my sister, if I had to really like put a village on it. But as far as who takes care of me, like mm-hmm. my friends, my fiance, all of these people make it easier for me to be a good parent to Ayla. Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? See, I like that your sister has that respect for you where I feel like my family doesn't have that for me. Right. I don't care what your rules are. When, when your kids are over here, I'm going to let them do what they want to do. And I think that's where the disconnect is because yeah. it's like at the end of the day, I get it, but I am their mother. And if I say no, that means no, but they'll just do whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah, I think, and that kind of puts you in a weird place because what I would say is, okay, well, my kid's not coming over there, right? Mm -hmm. But then also for you, like, you really need that support. You know what I'm saying? So um, that kind of, yeah, that definitely puts you in a weird place. But I don't have an issue. If my dad, my dad's wife, anybody can get it, okay? Like, (laughs) for real. (laughs) Like, I don't care. Like, y'all giving her whole milk and we only do coconut. Like, what is the problem now just like I said, with the situation with the A-list other side, I don't do that with them because we don't have that level of respect for each other, mm-hmm. right? But with my side, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, we respect each other because that's how we that's how we live. So, yeah, no, she's not drinking whole milk. Y'all need me to bring coconut milk? I will bring you. You want me to uh, Instacart it over there? I'll do that. Right. Like, I'll make it easy on you. Yeah. But it's just certain things... Um, that is just unacceptable. And then it's just certain things that I don't do that's okay. Like, okay, you're going to have a piece of, you know, let you eat too much candy. All right. You know what I mean? That's not killing killing her, but, you know, let's not do that too much. Mm-hmm. Or, you I know. Think that boils down to communication. Yeah, don't undermine me. Yeah. I think also to your point, when you spoke about your village being for you, mm-hmm. I also think that affects how you parent as well. You know what I mean? Like, as mothers, if y'all have friend a friend group around y'all, that's encouraging the wrong behaviors, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Then that's ultimately, or or not even just friend groups, just pe- relationships, all of that. Mm-hmm. All of that's going to come out in how you parent as well. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because if I'm pissed off because X, Y, and Z done pissed me off, that frustration more than likely is going to turn on my kids. Right, absolutely. Because that's who I got to I gotta mm-hmm. see absolutely. and deal with, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I think it's also important, the company you keep, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like making sure you're around somebody that you want to aspire to be like right. or somebody that's at least speaking positive things to you like mm-hmm. i know you struggle with your child but look y'all gonna be fine absolutely mm-hmm. you no, know you told me your... ain't gonna put me in a home ain't it gonna put you in a home <laughs> because you don't give my baby the attention that he needs she gotta be truthful <laughs> she gotta tell you the truth okay but i think but like as far as aiden is concerned like he does he really does suffer from that middle child uh-huh. so like anytime i'm around I try to give Aiden a little bit more love because I know like he always feels like 
she don't believe him or Brandon's always doing something to him. It's never him. You know and what I mean? And as an oldest child, I'm like, yeah. what you dealing with, bro? And <laughs> I got shit on being an oldest Exactly. Kid. Like, just all the responsibility wow. and just, yeah. you gotta be, um, uh, Yvonne Orji talks about like that perfectionist uh, yeah. syndrome um, and just unlearning uh, perfectionism. That was something that was very hard for me. As and now child, yeah. I don't care. Like yep. yeah. if it don't go right, it will be okay. Yeah. You know, there are still certain things in my life that just have to be a certain way. But overall it's just like, all right, well, we just going to reboot and mm-hmm. try it again, you know? Yeah. Um, but you have to unlearn that kind of stuff yeah. you know? mm-hmm. as the, as the oldest and, you know, just that dynamic. Or yeah. even with Aiden, like not wanting to like take on a behavior of like being performative. Like I'll notice sometimes when people are watching what Brandon does or what James does, mm-hmm. he's like, okay, look at what I can do. You know what I mean? And That's like, you, it, Yeah. And it's like, it's okay, Aiden. You know what I mean? Like, or, or whomever's kid. You know what I mean? Just like, mm-hmm. it's okay to be you. Whoever you are, you don't got to be in competition with nobody about anything. But I ain't having no kids. <laughs> you know? When you said um, something about her giving him attention, it made, it reminded me of that post I read on her last show. About the... about Yeah, about the mom feeling like she didn't really like her older kid and they didn't connect. And I feel like sometimes it's easy for me to give... MJ the affection that he needs, but it's hard for me to do that with Royce. Like Royce mm-hmm. might jump on me and I'd be like, get off of me. Like you're too mm-hmm. heavy. But it's like with MJ, I know that's what he needs. So I'm like, oh, that's my baby. And I'm loving on him. Like, I don't know how to. <laughs> but I feel like it's, it's like Royce is showing you signs. Like maybe she, she's doing this to him. So maybe if she give me a little bit, I'll feel like him. Yeah. That's why they doing it. Right. So my, my middle son, Aiden. So, we literally have a thing every morning where he comes and hugs me and lays on my chest. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's not that he doesn't, it's a, it's literally, he just feels like it's not enough. Yeah. But, but I, he also like, doesn't like, he is very much like your oldest and he likes to be to himself. Yeah. He'll have periods of times where he'll come down a couple times a night and hug me yeah. or see what I'm doing. But he go back upstairs in his space. Yep. Mm-hmm. All three of them do it. <laughs> and, I, and they check in every now and then. Yeah. But most of the time, like it's literally chill. People be like, Cause like, uh, how do you do it with three kids? I'm like, we be chilling. Right. Like, must be if nice. They don't eat me out of house at home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they'll eat. They'll eat holes through my floors. Uh, girl. But we <laughs> legit just chill. Like, it's I just so cool. I want to learn how to be more loving and affectionate with him. But yeah. it's just like we fight so much. Yeah, and he challenges me so much and I just be like, oh my God. Like, mm-hmm. You gotta find a secret moment though. Like, You yeah. literally gotta be like, you know what? I, I kind of like your eyebrows today, bro. Yeah. And you know, but, 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 folks, you like but it's like, it's You gotta be intentional. Stuff. Yeah. And like so intentional it almost feels performative. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Like, especially if you already, you express that desire, like you just gotta like, you know, Encourage pop. what he yep. finds joy yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Like, Although Brandon, I mean, Aiden has the, uh, the middle child syndrome, he absolutely loves teaching Brandon how to do things. Yeah. And so a- Brandon had his first basketball practice. And I'm like, man, you he doing what you taught him, bro. Like, he doing what you taught him. He's mm-hmm. like, he is out there doing what I taught him. And so it's just like yeah. boosting up the stuff that you notice he finds joy in. Mm-hmm. And like having the moments where it's like, yeah, but your shoes untied. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, just, I don't know. It's, like you it's ain't got to tear them down. Yeah. Or you ain't gotta... It's something about, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I will never 
feel how Aiden feels. Like he, although we had that kind of back and forth, mm-hmm. he still feels like there's a lack in yeah. something. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's nothing I can do about that until he can contain, control his perspectives. Yeah. That is so funny. Y'all have boys and y'all talk about their emotions a lot and how emotional, you know, and I think we talked about this when I first came in there, like girls are so emotional. Yeah. And I'm no. like, well, yeah, exactly. Oh, like yeah. boys are. <laughs> But I'm going to tell you, don't, don't nothing. I mean, my daughter cries. Yeah. I think it's a kid thing. I think what, before we realized, before we became parents, we thought it was a girl thing. Yeah. But now it's it's a kid kid thing. thing. Because you got to think about it. Like we're still in this big old age of 33, I'm still figuring out my own emotions. That's true. And so imagine being a kid and being told what your emotions are. I just remember crying a lot when I was Ayla's age. I remember crying a lot and she cries about everything like some stuff it just be like man hey listen we're not crying about that like i don't care what is like this is what we're not gonna do cry like because she (laughs) (laughs) she will turn that them those tears on and it'll just be like are you serious right now like figure out another way oh my gosh it's just and it's just just like for them other ways to voice those i mean to express express those those emotions emotions. oh yeah because hey we're not choosing crying today, but we might choose, you know, Our words. journal, journaling. Yeah. We might explore different ways of yeah. expression because it might look like splashing paint up against the wall. It yeah. might look like punching a punching bag, but until we give them space to explore different ways to express their emotion, uh-huh. they're going to be just like us. Yeah. And that's what Go I was telling. Um, I think I tell y'all, everybody, like I tell all my friends, it's like, I don't think we give children enough credit. Yes, their brains aren't fully developed and they don't know everything that we know, they know but it's it, it's the telling them how they should feel or what it is that they're experiencing. Allow them to, t- like, allow Royce to teach you how to love him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, allow... It, that's good and within within reason because loving you doesn't look like giving you everything that you want Absolutely. right and that's you know what I mean thing. yeah <laughs> but yeah. like allowing him to be able to and I said this last week on the show when I was talking to Daryl and he was explaining like I feel these things but I don't know the words to use to describe mm-hmm. them allowing him like she said to figure out his vocabulary other words than I'm good or I'm bad or I'm happy or I'm sad right there's so many other emotions right. so like yeah. really allowing kids to show you who they are and how they need to be loved. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? To a certain extent, I really don't think we give children enough credit. Just like I had Brandon the other weekend and he was trying to tell me how to get to this food place. Right. And he don't know streets. He don't know. That's right. You know what I mean? But I'm like, okay. So he like, it's down. He like, BB it's down by my house. Like we knew we would, he knew I was near his house. Mm-hmm. He like go down, go all the way down this street. And it's by a CVS. So I let him tell me instead of me getting frustrated, like, bro, do I go left or right? So I'm like, he was taking you to the Chinese spot. He was taking me to the gyro place. And so I'm just like, I'm, you know, and and guiding that. So I'm like, okay, Beto, do I go this way or do I go this way? And he like, go this way. So we figured it out. You know what I mean? So You know why you are patient though? It's because you don't have children. But you know what? I I encourage this though. Like I always tell them, like I make, they be in their phones while we in the car and I'm like look at our surroundings and my, my son be like well where are we going I'm like I, this ain't the way home and I'm like I've always taught you if it's your mom ain't way ever taught you anything there's always more way more than one way to do things mm-hmm. yeah if I if that's what you gotta stick on my gravestone mm-hmm. when you're, you know what I mean? there's always more than one way to do things and if you open up your mind you'll be able to see it all mm-hmm. yeah. and um when we're at restaurants one thing I despise the most is like when people come to my table I'm like what are they having 
They have voices. Oh they yeah, I make Ayla. Yeah, absolutely. Make them order that yeah, I make Ayla order. Uh-huh. But now Ayla, now we gotta order for Ayla because Ayla no, will order an appetizer. Yeah. She gonna order an entree, and then the lady will come about to give us her a check. She's like, and can we have dessert, yeah. sis? Yeah. I don't know who taught you That's three courses. Yeah. I don't know who taught no. you three courses. We're not doing three I, courses yeah, here. I, I hate it because it's like, how were you taught to communicate? If yeah. you can't give them the space to be able to make yeah. informative decisions. When do yeah. they learn to And I think that's why, uh, like, my um, MJ is so, like, um, I feel like we baby him a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, my son is seven and does not tie his own shoes because I have no patience. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, we in a rush. I'm doing this for you. I don't even give him a chance to do it. So now he don't want to. Mm-hmm. So it's just little stuff like that. Like, now he'll tell me, like, Mommy, I can do it. Like, let me do it. Like, so now that he's vocal and tells me, like, let me do this, I let him. But I'm yeah. so used to doing everything because I'm just ready to go. We about to Absolutely. walk out the store. You're not about to have me see her for 30 minutes. Yeah. And but it's just I'm enabling him. It's just like, now it's like, bro, come on. I'm the parent that's going to yell at you and tell you we only have 30 minutes. Like, yeah. it should not take you this long. Hurry up. Do it. And she, I'm trying. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Let me just do it for you. Like, like, who was tying your shoes at school, bro? I know your shit be coming a day. <laughs> See, so I used to be that parent where, well, not used to, because I still have my time, but I, I wanted to rush the process and stuff like that until I realized Brandon knew how to tie his shoes and I did not know. See, MJ yeah. just and he may so know I'm how, like, but he's like, I can't, I can't do it. I don't know how. Yeah. But it's so different because Royce is so independent. Yeah. He just does everything on his on his own. Like I don't have to do stuff yeah. for him, and that's what I would tell him too about him feeling like maybe me and MJ have a different, a stronger bond. I'm just like he's just so needy, yeah. <laughs> and you're not like it's okay. Every parent has their favorite. We all no. know Andre is my mom's favorite. <laughs> oh, don't do it like that. <laughs> I mean, it might be the boy. Day, it but. Is. <laughs> Andre, yeah. she's in Michigan right now, unpacking his home. I'm like, since you ain't never unpacked nothing for me, okay? No. No, I appreciate it, but yeah, it's like, yeah, we know that show. We know that's your favorite. That is so funny. So, first of all, thank you guys for coming and having this conversation with me because sometimes, like, I don't really be. I feel really guilty for some of these feelings and thoughts that I have about parenting. And like, I would tell my close friends in a minute, I hate parenting. This is so fucking ghetto. But I I love my kids. Like, I don't know how to get people to understand that I love my kids. But I don't like being because a parent. parenting so, is un- you don't get any rewards. Yeah, for oh, um, what you do as a parent. Ain't no handbook yeah. to this shit. No. Like yeah. I'm still figuring things is out. So far, yeah. Like, the gratification. There's no, there's no. Gratis- gratification for parenting. It's n- like, there's it's no reward. very small glimpses of it. And yeah. you can't do anything wrong, right? Your kid can't be a little off or have a little bit of behavior issues or don't know how to tie their shoes at seven because that is your parent. That is the parent's fault. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like we don't have in. There's no room for error and, and there's I've no had reward. a family member tell me like you are the reason why he acts like this it's your I'm, fault and i don't think you that should internal like, excuse me i don't <laughs> think you should better. internalize any of that. i so what i always say is that if somebody adds zero value to your life that means they can't take nothing away either right because mm-hmm. a thousand minus zero is a thousand a thousand plus zero is a thousand you know what i mean like i'm good you know so i think those are the type of things that we have to you know, keep in the mm-hmm. forefront of our mind. 
Don't let anybody. Um, My thing is like, who, where were you at though? Yeah. Like, you have a yeah. lot of opinion and criticizing me about X, Y, and Z. You can't criticize me if you're not building me up. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So you can say, you know what I mean? That he came out whatever X, Y, Z because of me or because of whatever have you. But where did you step in for me? Right. You know, who gave you, who gave you the, like the wherewithal to say these th- type of things to me? Where yeah. were you, how are you considering my you know, position or emotions in this. Mm-hmm. And just like, like if we can't have that conversation, your opinion ain't even necessarily valid here. And right. just like you Go said, ahead. there's no <laughs> there's no book for this, right? You can yeah. read all the parenting books. You can listen to every parenting podcast, watch all the shows, and you still go and fuck it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like absolutely yes, you're still because that's what it's all about. And what the main thing is, is that we are raising humans that are not going to shoot up schools. Okay? Right. okay. We're raising humans <laughs> that are going to respect other humans in the way that they should be respected. Mm-hmm. That's really it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not responsible for who our kid becomes as a as a person. Like, yeah. I can't create your personality for you. Right. right? I can teach you how to be a better person toward other people. But if you're antisocial and you know, detached emotionally. And we say that about our partners. It's because he ain't had no relationship with his mom. It's like, no, he didn't do the work. You know what I'm saying? There's only so much that we can give to our kids, but they got to do their own work too. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, So that's just that. You know what I mean? I think that you should be gentle with yourself, even in your ripe age and your kids, as they get older, just be gentle with yourself because we all going to make our own decisions to come back here. Like having to listen to this conversation once we like 40 and like, you know what I mean? Or like our kids are for you like to to come back and to hear this conversation. You'll be like, girl, I thought it was the end. And and we're going to get through it because there's no way that God placed you on this earth and gave you them babies. If you were not going to be who you needed to be. Absolutely. And you already are who you need to be. That's the thing. And even you wanting it, wanting to have a conversation like this is an example of you just knowing like, okay, there's more for me to learn. And I just want to be better at this and better at that. But even if, Everything stopped today. You're you've already done enough, and exactly. that's what you need to know. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, don't make me cry. <laughs> I was just gonna say, what are your final words? <laughs> no, for real. Like yeah. you gotta, you really have to. Um, Mom, gang. Yeah. Then also, you gotta think about like where are these thoughts coming from? Who gave me these thoughts? Right. Mm-hmm. And remove that yeah. because there are a lot of people with opinions out here who don't deserve to have an opinion. Right. Okay. Um, and <laughs> also an opinion is an option. Like I got an option to take on your you know what I'm right. saying? Like I ain't gotta listen to that. That's fine. You know, you can keep your opinion or I can keep it, whatever. But I think pe- people will compare how you parent to how they parent to mm-hmm. and we just we live in totally different lives, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, just continue to be gentle with yourself. You've already done enough. That's um, great advice. Do you have for any real. final words? Um I would say the only, uh, the thing that I would say, I guess, is final words is like, ain't nobody got this shit right yet. Mm-mm. And they're like, literally nobody's gotten it right yet. Mm-hmm. Nobody. And we're going to continue to push, continue to live and do what you, you've got the tools. You've got the tools. And the more you grow, the more your relationships will grow the more your kids will grow. You know what I mean? It's literally a ripple ref- of effect. And so once you start pushing yourself past your limits and your boundaries and your comfort zone, you will open up those spaces for your children. Mm. You know? Yeah. That's good. For um, real. No, I was just thinking like my mom graduating from high school was like a big thing for her. Right. And when we were growing up, 
going to college and graduating from college is a big thing. Now our kids got to be grad students, got to get a PhD. Think about that in, in terms of parenting, right? Like our parents work and they weren't at home with us. Now our responsibility is we need to figure out how to balance that. Right. right. But then our kids are going to want more from us. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to give that to their kids. And then it's, there's, even if we were perfect, even if we did everything, our kids are still going to need something from us. Yeah. So we can't be everything for our kids. So I think you should just, Continue to do you, continue to kick it, and make sure you pour it into yourself because a healthy mm, you is a healthy a for them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I had to learn that too because yeah. like before, like I was saying earlier, how like I just take on so much and I'm overwhelmed. I had to learn like I am more than just a mom. Like yeah. I have to have a life outside of them. So That's honestly like, the last thing you want. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of people say I'm a mom first, like no, I'm Not Andrea real. first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Andrea first. I then the kids come at some point. I, along <laughs> I had to learn how to stop feeling guilty for not like, for example, my boys doing football. It be moms that be out there at practice every day, Monday through Thursday, and at the games. And I just feel I'm tired. I don't want to be outside. I'm not an outdoors. I don't want to sit at practice. I will see you on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm still here. You know. But I had to stop like feeling guilty for not wanting to be involved in everything. Like it's, they, their daddy there, he got it. Mm-hmm. Same. I, I definitely was that <laughs> with my first two sons. Like I was, or my first son on mm-hmm. the field involved, and my. My son asked me that, like, Mom, why you don't do that no more? I said, because y'all got it. Yeah. You done done this for years, honey. You got it. Okay. And they don't need me. And the drama, I'm cool. So See, and that I used cute. to use cheer practice to go to the bar. So <laughs> <laughs> while Ayla was in cheer practice, I would go hit Ruby Tuesday. Yeah, okay. Like, sis, let me get, uh, get me right. Right. And watch a game. I mean, like, and just use that as a babysitter time. I'm like, and then how was cheer? Right. Because I know I'm about to spend my whole weekend at cheer competition. You know what I mean? Wearing all this crazy Get stuff. Folks. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Like, right. Like you all sit out there and breathe, sis. I'm okay. going to the house. I'm not. Yes. Oh. yes. And I love my kids. <laughs> yeah, I say continue to pour into continue to worry about you. And the more you worry about you and pour into yourself and invest in yourself, it trickles down to your kids. It's automatic. This was a great show. Thank you so much. I am, um, when Brandy is holding her eyes open. She's tired. <laughs> yeah. um, so again, no, this is great. Was, <laughs> <laughs> um, again, you can follow us on social media. Our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Our Twitter is Take Control Pod. And our email is Take Control Podcast at gmail.com. Bye. Bye. I miss recording.